Welcome to the Knoxville Christian Center podcast, where everybody is somebody and Jesus is Lord. People attack and fight each other to fulfill their own selfish ambitions. Have you noticed that? Strife is our enemy. People attack and fight. They gossip and slander to get what they want. And strife is a deadly tool of the enemy, especially in the home and in the family. Strife has to go. Same thing in a church. Strife has to go. It'll take the whole thing down. As far as I know, there's none in this church. (laughs) We pray in day and night that the power and the peace of God will always be here and that the peace of God is always prevalent. You walk in this place, you feel the presence, the anointing of the Lord. There's a reason for that because we pray against demonic spirits of strife and anger and rebellion and depression. Somebody say, glory to God. He's, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King said, I have decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden to bear. We need another Dr. Martin Luther King who demands justice but preaches love and unity. Amen. And everybody said amen. amen. A bigger amen. James 3, 5 says, Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. A little little slanderous word can really destroy somebody's life. People can work hard all their lives to build a good reputation, work hard, and somebody with a little light causes them to be totally destroyed. Verse 9 With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men. Something's wrong with that. That's why it's here in the Bible. With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. This says, with our tongue we can curse men. That that is not God's plan. (laughs) Strifeful people can can use their tongues to destroy innocent people, and we've seen it happen. Satan uses strife to destroy families, homes, children, churches, and nations. Sometimes just a little word can make all the difference in a good way or a negative way. 2 Samuel 15 verse 2. Absalom is, I think, the perfect example of a politician using strife and deception to fulfill his selfish ambition. Absalom was the son of the king, King David. Now Absalom would rise early... I mean, some people full of selfish ambition, they work really hard. If they work really hard doing it the right way, they would be successful. But they work hard doing it the wrong way. Absalom is working hard to do it the wrong way. He gets up early. Now, Absalom would, would rise early and stand beside the way to the gate. So it was whenever anyone who had a, a lawsuit came to the king for decision... That Absalom would call to him and say, <clears throat> look, your case is good and right. I agree with you. But there is no deputy of the king to hear you. In other words, my father has not provided justice for you. But if you will elect me king or promote me to king, I'll take care of you. Does that sound like some politicians you know? It's the same today. I will solve your problem. Just vote for me. And as soon as they get elected, they never do a thing that they promised. But nothing ever changes because they only care about themselves. It's selfish. They have a selfish motive. They want to be king. They want power. 
Moreover, Absalom would say, I'm just showing you how up-to-date the Bible is. <laughs> well, the Bible's irrelevant. I don't think so. This applies perfectly. Moreover, Absalom would say, oh, that I were made judge. Oh, if I could just be king in the land. And everyone uh, who has any suit or cause would come to me. Then I would give him justice. He's plotting against his own daddy. To kill his own father so he can be king. See something wrong with that? <laughs> he is intentionally whipping up strife because of his selfish ambition to be king. Wolves in sheep's clothing often whip up strife in the church to accomplish their selfish goals. Amen. Verse 5, and so it was whenever anyone came... He would put out his hand and take him and kiss him. <laughs> Using promises, lies, and deception and kisses. And his motive is totally evil. I believe if we'll pray and seek God, God can give us a discerning that we'll know what people's motive is. You can discern when somebody comes to the church as a sheep in wolf's clothing. If you're praying and seeking God, God will show you who they are and you won't get sucked in. Somebody say amen. amen. Verse 6. In this manner, Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. Beware of ambitious people who tell you how bad things are and then tell you they have all the answers. I've got all the answers. Just come to me. <clears throat> when, when, with, with shameful lies and deception and big promises, Absalom drove his father, King David, into exile and was trying to chase him down and kill him. Well, it didn't last very long because God delivered King David and Absalom was executed. If we'll live right, do right, and be right, God will always deliver us. Can you say amen? I believe that with all of my heart. He'll deliver us from people who want to destroy us. And I believe if God's people, which are called by his name, as the Bible says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. It's time we got on our knees and got to praying. Can you say amen? And pray strife out of our lives, out of our families, out of our homes, out of our jobs, out of our careers, and out of Knoxville, and out of Knox County, and out of Tennessee, and out of the United States of America. And the strife will be get driven out all around this world so people can, uh, can be free to serve God and uh, pray and seek the face of God rather than being overcome by selfish, ambitious people who will enslave other people. You see, James 3, 16, for where you have envy and selfish ambition, I read that once, there you find disorder in every evil practice or evil work. And that's what you see with Absalom. I mean, he was trying to kill his own daddy, but he wound up being executed himself. What did that gang him? You see, a lot of times the devil motivates us to get strifle and get into fight so he can destroy us. Amen. Strife will destroy you. People who have selfish ambition and strife produce disorder and every evil work, just like Absalom did. But we are called to be peacemakers, not troublemakers. Galatians 5.19, now, the deeds of the flesh are evident. 
which are immorality, impurity, sensuality. And I, I'm preaching strong and I'm sounding like I'm perfect, but I'm not perfect. <laughs> okay. I need this message too. He said, well, we like it a lot better when you're preaching on faith and deliverance and healing and the miracle power of God. These things will keep you from all of that. These things will keep you from victory if you don't get them out of your life. And you really can't get them out, but the Holy Spirit can. Now, the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are. Notice it says deeds of the flesh. This is what your flesh would do if by the power of the living God you don't control your flesh. The deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, which is hostility, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions. Anger is not always bad, but when it's totally uncontrollable and can hurt people, it's bad. <laughs> Verse 21, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and and things like these of which I warn you, just as I have warned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Strife, envy, jealousy, dissensions, and hostility are just as bad in the eyes of God as adultery, sorcery, idolatry, and sensuality. But a lot of us church folks don't see it that way. Okay. <laughs> He can be mean as a junk, junkyard dog and still go to heaven, but is that really true? <laughs> Paul says those who continue to do these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. All these things are basically the new morality, the flesh. Just whatever you want to do, whatever feels good. These things really pretty much describe the morality. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident. Just let it all hang out. But you see, the gospel is totally opposite to that. It says we mortify the deeds of the body. It says the old man has been crucified with Christ. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If you're a new creation, then you need to live like it, walk like it, and look like it. And not allow your, and you can, you're still living in the flesh. You can allow yourself to get caught up in the strife and divisions and dissensions and all kind of horrible things. And you need to. Ask God to help you not to get entangled in anything like that. Uh, even at work, especially at work. <laughs> All these things is basically the new morality. Just to do what feels good. Just whatever's right for you. Just let the flesh hang out and do whatever it wants to do. The Bible says it'll send you to hell. Well, I don't believe in hell. Well, you will after you get there. Just don't get there. Okay. <laughs> This is what the secular humanist preached. The Bible calls these things sin, not freedom. Amen. Sin enslaves me. Well, I'm free. I'm doing all these sexual things. No, you're not free. You become a slave to it, and you can't stop it, and you know it. Amen. The only way you're going to be able to stop it once you get hooked on it is Jesus Christ. Amen. Romans 12:10. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Here's the exact opposite. <laughs> Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. And be glad the Bible shows you both sides. I'm a full gospel preacher. I'm not allowed to leave anything out. And if you hate this message, I'll probably have something different next week, so come on back. And I never uh, follow up with people to see if they're doing what I preach. I preach it and I just go to lunch. 
and get me a cup of coffee and just have a good time. Can you say, glory to God, what you do is your own business. But as a, as a man of God, a preacher, I've got to just read the Bible to you. Honor one another above yourselves. What does that mean? It means no selfish ambition. You want a position, help somebody else get it, and then God help you get it. Or get one just as good or better. Amen. I've tried to live my life that way, and I've always done pretty good. Yeah. I grew up in a strifle situation, and I never have liked it. <laughs> That's why I just always give in to Dottie and let her do what she wants to do. Or you know, I'm, you know that's not true. <laughs> but I've learned where the limits are. Can you say? But I decided a long time ago I'd rather have Dottie than to have my way. Make up your mind. Is what you want more important than your wife, your husband, your kids, your parents? What's important? Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Boy, that's where a lot of marriages get in trouble. She does this, and then he, he's got to get even and do something worse, and then she's got to do something even more terrible. And next thing you know, they're about to kill each other. Next thing you know, they're divorced. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone as, as much as is possible. Verse 18, if it is, if it is possible. As far as it depends on you, live at peace with your wife or with your husband. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. We are commanded to live at peace with everyone and not get caught up in strife and selfish ambition. And Don and I agree on this 100%. And so we, we know where the limits are. We'd rather have each other than to have our way. Avoid strife at all costs. You've been listening to the Knoxville Christian Center podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss Dr. Barry Culberson's weekly messages. For more information or to email a comment, head over to KnoxvilleChristianCTR.org. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a message. The Knoxville Christian Center, where everybody is somebody and Jesus is Lord. 